Go Loud presents Read the Room. It actually isn't because I had a C-section. It's very oh, well tidy. Done. It's very Pro- tidy. It. Not the reason I had a C-section, okay, but it right. does I heard. It does help. Oh, okay. You don't Nothing have a... <laughs> saying things like that. I go, I can't deal. Yeah, and no, I have a perfectly nice so, vagina. It's, per- it's fine. Well like, oh, so it's time for... Gedunk. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Like clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cockwork orange, what? Mm. Even right, uh, wrong twice a day, right twice a day. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's never right. Twice never. a year, this, this yeah. way, Patty. You're very giddy. Uh, You're very giddy. Yeah, weather, Hello there, I'm Paddy Courtney. You're listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies, and the stories of the week where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being a dose, failed to do just that. Paddy, do you know what I love? I don't. I actually no. Don't don't go there. You're not allowed to talk about that, especially on the podcast. This is you know, yeah. No 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 no. Because the guards got involved. The psychiatrist had to come in. Tom no, was crying no, for no, ages. No 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 not that. Although in some more enlightened cultures, it seems perfectly normal, Paddy. Anyway, no talking about weddings. Oh. Weddings. And you know what I love even more than weddings? Oh, geez, you're not coming back to the other thing. Just, no, about talking about weddings. Oh, Patty. right, sorry. Okay, let's let, but do you know what? Let's talk about weddings. Let's read the reception. Let's do it. You could do an entire podcast series about weddings. Not you, Me personally. No, one could do. Okay, right. Because there's so, I know people roll their eyes and people either love weddings or hate them. There seems yeah. to be no, there's no middle ground with weddings. Okay, yeah. And, uh, I, was, I went to a wedding very recently yes. and uh, beforehand uh, someone said to me, uh, some people going, I don't know him that well. And I was told, uh, oh, my partner, he's really good at weddings. Oh. And I, I never got the explanation as to wh- why it was deemed so. And I... Um, I well, everyone has that, that person. And for, for a while, it's kind of a compliment. Years ago, I would always be put at the single table, even if I was with somebody. But they would say, oh, no, it's because you're a great crack and they're a shy gr- bunch of people. Right. I took that as a compliment. But also, it's almost like you're unpaid entertainment. And they're going, come on, you'll keep that table standing. Which is good. Well, it you is, do it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know anymore. I'm miserable. miserable. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Now. I don't know. Right, okay. <laughs> that we... That, yes, it's true. It's about weddings, though, is it's... It's a long old day yeah. and there are some big gaps and you need to have people who you actually like there. And then if you're sat at a table, it's all it's a, it's a Russian roulette as to who you're sat beside. Yeah. And it can be a deal breaker. But I did hear, again, for this recent wedding I was at, it's not mine, by the way, and just in case anybody's wondered, um, they... There was kind of a, a bit of argy-bargy over the table setting. So we, maybe we'll start with the... Because the, there's a list we can go through. there's so much to talk about. Where so do we start? We'll start with the, the table plan, first of okay. all. So there is that kind of anxiety as to who it is you're going to sit beside. And oh, there was all this going around. Going, who am I sitting with? Can you tell me who? No, no, no. It'll be revealed on the day. And, and to be fair, fuck off. It's like, it's not your wedding. Yeah. Like, let, like, we have enough to be worrying about rather than who's sitting beside who. And then the point was made, listen, it's only for two hours. You're sitting beside... Like, so whatever grumpy dickhead or boring relation you're sitting beside it's for only two hours it's not and two hours it, though it's, it's closer to four you've got three courses you've I'll, got I'll, speeches you've got breaks in between but it is it's it's a little bit like 
waiting for your leaving cert results or walking up to the exam board in a college looking for your name and pass or fail because everyone's bustling and jostling going into the function room looking for that board with the tables and you're going and I remember seeing somebody um, standing there going okay look I'm down and going Murphy Murphy it wasn't Murphy I'm just saying oh shite and they were beside the person who they were shite and they had to pretend that it wasn't them they were talking but they go oh no look who we're beside you oh yay we're beside you but it can oh shite look who Dermot's beside but it can make or break a day and I've been at weddings where I've seen people I was bridesmaid at a wedding where I saw one of the girls go around and swap the Names around, around tables. and no. it's not cool. And also, not just for the the visuals, the optics of it, but also there are there are things people are having vegetarian uh, meals. It's a different food order. It makes it complicated. It's also incredibly rude. And like you say, <laughs> suck it up. Okay, I did that. Okay, full it. Why you did? No, it? not at the wedding. Though. It was at the IFTA Awards years ago when we were nominated for something. And I, the people I was sitting beside, I just went, I do not want to be. <gasps> That's slightly different. It happened to me as well. With oh God, a very well-known broadcaster. And I was, at the time, I was writing, I was actually writing scripts for the presenter of these award shows. So I got an invite and I was sitting at a very good table. This uh, broadcaster uh, came <laughs> I in. I love, and, yet again, another person we can't he, mention. But Ireland's too small, you see. Okay. And there was my name tag and there was his name tag and his wife. And he went, he just looked at me and the person I was with and went, I don't think so. Picked up the name tags and went to the table and swapped them. Didn't even pretend. Like, he was very drunk. Oh, a so, full table. Oh, right. Well, I, I, it I was moved... so rude. I moved no, no, the... just him and his wife. And he just, he, but he looked at me and went, I don't think so. To you? Yeah. I do not want to sit beside you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Fucking oh, hell. Awful. Okay, will you tell us now and then you cut it out? Okay. Really? Yeah. And so, oh, I mean, okay. So Maya just told us. Okay, thank you. Uh, I understand why. Totally. I, I'm, not under- I'm not surprised yeah. somehow. Well, what... But, and at the same event then, because I wasn't hammered in case I had to do any script rewrites, um, I found a phone under our table and I took it home with me because if you left it at the venue, no one would get it back. Yeah. Long story short, it was his wife's phone. So the next day he came to collect it with a bottle of wine, say thank you. And you could see him looking at me going, oh no, I was so rude to you. And then fast forward a few years when I'm doing front of camera stuff, I've now done shows with him and things and he's nice as pie. And I don't know if he, he wouldn't even remember. Yeah. But I always, first impressions are so important yeah. to me and I never, ever forget. Okay, I know. I wish I was wearing <laughs> no, clothes you, when no, we first met. Do you know why? It's because when you're the little person who's stop looking well, at me. Writing you say the script that. isn't the little person. That's a pretty important job. But even if you're making the tea or you're changing the jacks roll, be nice to everybody. Yeah, it's be nice to everybody. Right. Okay. So that's anyway. the table plan. Okay. So um, we're looking. I I love. I, I do enjoy sitting with people that you don't know. So there there is that element of um the the wedding I was at recently there was one two three four just I'd make up five, a number well, Come five on people then. that I I'd never laid eyes on before in my life, and we had the crack, and then so much so it turned out um that I got invited. Remember we were talking about um reunions yeah. recently in the yeah, podcast yeah. a few. So go back to our uh, back catalogue and look at our reunions and that. I got invited to a work reunion, a job I haven't been in in about 26 or 7 years. Wow. Turns From out this, this girl joined table. this company 8 or no. 9 years after I joined and she goes, "Oh, do you know this person? Do you know that person? Do you know that?" And then she did a selfie and then sent the uh, selfie to this girl and went, "Oh my god, Paddy Pecker. I used to be called Paddy Pecker." Like that. <laughs> she goes, god. "Oh my god, you're sitting with Paddy Pecker." And uh, I won't ask. Libations. Okay, okay, we'll do that. We, we have to do a read. So you're about going to the to the so work reunion. Go. I'm not sure where it is. So I'm going to go to a you work reunion. You know what's going to happen? You'll turn up and they'll give you an apron and a tray and go, "Thanks for coming." He's back. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers it. There he is. Two sugars, Courtney. <laughs> I put a tweet up last week 
um, which we will get to. We will get to anon. But people either love weddings or hate them. And I think if you really hate weddings, just don't go. Just Arthur being like, totally I'm agree. so sorry, I can't make totally it. You understand? I don't want to go. It's just say I can't make yeah. it. But if you're going to go, you have to get in the spirit of yeah. things. And that means that you're going to have to talk to strangers. You might have to dance badly. You're going to have to pretend you like the food. And if you don't, suck it up. Yeah. And if you do, you'll have a great time. You have to make the choice to have a good time. And if not, but there, are, there are those weddings or, or, or certain people that you get an invite from and like if I'm sending out an invite I want people to go oh sweet Jesus I want to go you want every single person who receives that invite to go fucking can't wait for this I know whereas and honestly I've received wedding invites and some are that I can't say what percentage was that you go this is going to be crack yeah. and there's others that go I, Your heart I cannot sinks. no I do not want to go to that because probably I would be put at the table like you be that person go I'll stick them at that table because they'll be crack and they'll kind of buy yeah. some time whatever I don't know if it's an age thing because more often than not now friends of mine say when, when a wedding invite comes in the post and it's the silver envelope with the little two bells on the back they go oh bollocks it's, worse than, it's actually someone's bollocks it's yeah. someone's isn't it? I'm not going. <laughs> and it's the wedding gift and then people have kids you can't bring kids and it's not a child friendly wed- I mean I don't think oh, kids I'm should be at weddings 100% and I, I, I know I get vilified for saying that No, I'm and at my own that. wedding you maybe, got married yeah well maybe the second one will, will turn out better but who knows oh, yeah. the first wedding and I had a stepson at the time and my husband had a couple of nieces and nephews so they came but the other kids just weren't invited and it was in Spain it wasn't a child friendly venue and ultimately it's the decision of the couple yeah. so if you don't again if you don't want to go just say I'm really sorry I can't go but I don't know I just, I just think it's too long a day for kids it's have, you have to arrange two separate events then one for the kids one for nah just know uh, and in the same spirit I would be very much on the side of people who want to invite singles so I absolutely know you I don't know your fella or I know you and I don't know your girlfriend or your husband or wife or whatever I want oh you to no plus ones no and just go, like if you, especially if you're, you're tied to um, a venue that you don't it isn't all that big yeah so and um, and so I know people who have done that yeah. in such a way that um, that does like I love, I'd love you to come don't, don't want you and those people thanked yeah I've been to say like two, that. Oh my god, that's yeah. brilliant! Because I've been I to two weddings out. like that, um, where I was asked, and I, w- I wasn't asked. Oh my god, I was asked with with two college friends. So everyone you were going with, you knew from from right. college. Yeah. I went and I explained to my boyfriend at the time, um, who wasn't the person I ended up marrying, not because of this wedding. And he was like, "Grand, yeah, like go, you'll yeah. have a great time." He wasn't bothered at all. But other people who went were really put out and made it known they were put out. And it's I kind of like work Christmas pa- or work yeah. parties as well. But like you say, because yeah, because effectively you are doubling your numbers by asking mates, yeah. spouses. And if it's a college friend or a school friend, yeah, you just want your pal there. You don't want their yeah, dry yeah. shite of a spouse. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're really good at weddings. Unless they're re- you're really good you're at weddings. Really good at weddings. I don't know. What's that like then? I think that I think I was I think bride. I was really good at weddings, but oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, don't. that's another thing you we're can gonna, talk about. We're going to get to all these things. Okay, right. Can we, can we just, Listen, we go me. through the list first of all. If there's anything sparks debate, let's go through it. So wedding planners. And this, I kind of, this opens up into those, um, the Frank people, you yeah. know, from uh, Father of the Bride. And Oh, there was an Irish show called Frank, isn't it? Peter, somebody. Yeah, yes, there was. The Pe- Brides of Frank. Yeah, Brides of Frank. Um, so these wedding planners. And I don't know whether they're a good idea or a bad idea. I, I know of one girl had an idea was there was this um, uh, stone infinity pool. 
and the the bride wanted to put on uh, some lily pads. So there was a reception with this open air pool and they asked the, the wedding planner of the hotel because I think a lot of hotels now have inbuilt or ingrown or, yeah. or they're part of it. <laughs> you know, a troll planning. that lives under a bridge and go, I love you, your wedding. And, they, and this uh, girl said, uh, um, could we put the, the bride-to-be, can we put some lily pads on the pool and make it kind of look, you know, decorative rather than just a pool sitting there? She goes, we can't do, uh, we can't do lily pads, but what about this? If we have a wee motorboat that goes up and down with a little braid and groom that goes up and down and up and down. I the love that idea. <laughs> and the bride is going, no, how did you get from decorative lily pads to a motorboat going up this, and down That poor wedding plan lives in the basement of that Midlands hotel all year round and then comes out covered in doilies and chair covers twice a year going, where's, where's the little motorboat? Where's the motorboat? I said, yeah, I, we spent a lot oh. of money on this motorboat. We're going to fucking use it. Like somebody eventually, I think the uh, hotel has, there was has since... motorboating after that. <laughs> Yeah. That's last There's minute. so much like wedding planners, I don't think it's a great idea. It's basically upselling yeah. all the time. They will say to you, they will remind you of things that you didn't need, you didn't know. Yeah, I agree. You didn't know you didn't need. You didn't know you didn't need. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know you didn't need a little So they will say things like, Do you want to have uh, flip flops in the bathroom? Do you want to have a selection of this in the bathroom? Do you want to have wedding favours? You look like the type of couple who would use a helicopter. Yeah. And they're gonna go, Do do we? Do we? And then you're afraid to know and some they bully you into like, shit. Oh, a donut wall. A donut wall. <laughs> <laughs> They're the latest thing. We have a huge list and yeah. maybe, maybe we should revisit this yeah. again. Um, I well, well, I'll tell you what inspired this whole thing what? was that a friend of mine was in a wedding in the UK and sent me a photo of the fav- wedding favours. Now, wedding oh. favours are little little things, a trinket, a snack, a gift. Left Didn't know these were a thing, by the way. Didn't know name. wedding favours. And it was personalised condoms. <gasps> so I won't say the name. I, I, I can't even show the photograph because it has the name of the couple and the date on it. And, it, and, I, and I said, was this a small wedding that was maybe just... It's an in-joke. Maybe it was just all college and workmates and it's some in-joke. And she went, no, no, it was a proper, sizable wedding with grandparents and aunts and uncles and younger people. So the and name of the bride and groom were on the kind of, not, not the person that they were giving it to? No, Jesus, that would cost a fortune. So you slip on the bride and groom before you... So yeah, so the next time you go, oh, listen, John and Denise, thanks a million. That's not their name, by the way. That's not oh my God. And the John and Denise are in me. <laughs> oh God. Oh, Jesus. And no, I that's put, not... I, I no. put that on Twitter. And then, of course, there was this explosion, which also... Hello. That's what, that's what they were there for. for. Stop it. <laughs> and actually, wedding favours, people were saying, it's a load of tat, it's a load of nonsense, it's extra money that no one needs to be spending. And actually, wedding favours date back years and years and years and years when at the tour time when sugar was a was a very rare commodity I think it started in France so you would have a little box or a little silk poise a little silk do you like my silk poise that's not even a French accent <laughs> what was that <laughs> I don't know like a Looney Tunes like character do you know what it is whenever whenever I say the word purse I just want to say poise poise oh, yeah. and do you know do you know what it's from that film Trading Places, you know, films you're obsessed with as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the posh woman is, is in the is in jail waiting to bail out her fiance who's Dan Aykroyd, and the guy mm-hmm. suddenly goes, "Is that your voice? <laughs> That's a nice voice." And it just I don't okay, know. well then if we're talking about that. Can I just say this anyway. especially for two people I know and love very well? This is for uh, Jer O'Neill and Fiona. And she stepped on the ball. <laughs> That line from that film, it just like and it's out of context. Yeah, it's brilliantly. It's like they went, okay, we can't do the rest of the scene. Just cut. So, Here we go, action. Yeah. And she stepped, stepped on, on the, the ball. ball. There's so many lines, it's and also great when he film. when he gives the um, 
bottle of the terrible tip and he goes, well, thank you, sir. I'll go to the movies by myself. <laughs> yeah. It's a brilliant film, Trading Places. Denim, uh, Eddie yes. Murphy at his finest. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Sorry. but wedding yeah. favours. So you would get um, a little present. sugar or sweets or things that were actually a thank you gift to for, the person for, for coming. Oh, right. But they were the days before chocolate fountains and <gasps> donut walls. And I get it now. Flip-flops in the bathroom. So we don't necessarily need them anymore. I get you. Thank you for coming. Have a condom. There you oh, go. Maybe that. It was a bit more meta than... Okay. Yeah, I, listen, judging by the pictures I saw, I don't think they thought they that, threw that deeply. It was okay, just, right. They obviously went to some... Um, maybe it was what some, can you get us for... We can do love heart sweets or Johnny's. Ah! <laughs> Johnny's all the way. Jesus I'd love to Christ. know how many people, if any, actually use them. Just, oh, no. Okay, so wedding favours. So again, people on Twitter were saying, most people said, it, it, they're a terrible idea, they're a waste of money, it's just tat. And for the most part, nowadays, we don't need them. Actually, at my wedding, we did, and here, cue the head tilt, here's the do-gooders, oh. you can give a donation. So I donated to Dogs Trust, and then you get a little card. And it the says, wedding I was at the weekend. They really? gave, yeah, to Drugs Trust, yeah. Yeah, and you get a little card saying, um, Thanks, you know, X and, X and Y donated donations to Dogs, in, in, to dogs Trust in lieu of favours. Yeah. You should have given a free nice. dog. That makes yeah. sense, yeah, exactly. As, as a wedding favour. Bring the out puppies the puppies! On the way out. <laughs> That's a totally different thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember in that film Bridesmaids, they gave her a puppy at the hen night, it was brilliant. I think it's very easy to get a to get a wedding wrong, but the simple fact is, it doesn't matter how bad your food is, how cheap your wine is, how even if it's not a free bar, if it's a fun wedding, no one will say years later, oh the lamb, the lamb was very dry yeah. at Maya's wedding, wasn't it? Okay. If it's fun, it's fun. Yeah. So people, can, I think people stress too much about all the other extra. But there is so much stress, and so much so oh my the God. idea of there are so many people I actually know of a couple, uh, well one person, the couple in particular, they were so hell-bent on enjoying the or not enjoying but being involved in the wedding they forgot that there was an actual marriage on the back end of that and so much so they split up after six weeks six so they, weeks after six weeks wow. they spent years one person did spent years working their hoop off to yeah. make this the best thing ever and turned into a zilla whether it be yeah. that bridezilla or groomzilla so much so they forgot that oh Oh, fuck, oh. after the event and all attention is on me, it is the beginning I've got to be of something, to this not yoke. the yeah. end of it. What they should do, have done is just had a big fuck off Christmas yeah. party or something. Totally. Well, here's an idea for favours. You know J-Lo? Yeah. Do you know what J-Lo does for her wedding favours? Oh, uh, a drinks voucher for her next wedding. Hey! Try the feel, folks. Try the feel. Yeah, we do. I'm going to run through a list because you know I'm going to. I want okay, do to your shout list. The He's list is list. all the various things. So we had the wedding planners, and even rewind to that. Do you know there are people because we're in Holy Catholic Ireland? Uh, you can go to a priest. You know these guys who have ah. never been married before to tell you how to uh, pre-marriage courses. That's the one. A pre-marriage. I course. never, I never did a pre-marriage course because I didn't have a Catholic ceremony. Okay. But so I don't know what they what they involve. What do pre-marriage courses involve, you know, Paddy? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> a priest going, and then when you get the, and the woman's, and then you put them to the. I think it is. It's, I presume out. it's a chat about respect, and children, and is it yeah. not all that nonsense? I have no idea. Respect I just think children and all that nonsense. <laughs> all that bollocks. Yeah, I think because that's what the Catholic Church is known for. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what. It might have helped. It might. You can do pre. You can do secular pre-marriage courses, okay. which are essentially with a psychologist Sexy or a counselor. Do you know what? That's Maybe a great that person idea. needed it. Yeah, that the was person just who had your yeah. big wedding. And, you know, I, God, looking back now, I think it's something that everybody should do. Because sometimes you do. You're, um, 
you know, it's the old thing that it's a, uh, what is it, marathon, not a sprint, and you're in such a rush to get to the wedding with a perfect day and buy the dress and buy the cake and go on the honeymoon. Then you go, oh, fuck. And now now we've got prick. life to deal with. <laughs> I'm not a fan of marriage in the church. Going back to the secular thing again. Different people do different weddings in different ways. You know, there are all these people that, hey, you know, we're divers, so we got married under the sea. I love this shit. Like people yeah. jump out of uh, that. that if, it's, if it means something to you, go and do it. Whereas there are people I know that never went to church before in their life and then they get married in the church. And that's, to me, that's all. I think sometimes, though, it's a little bit like a funeral as well. Sometimes it is the best option for extended family. And my uh, feeling is, it was also the reason why I had my son christened, was because sometimes I don't feel strong enough about something to upset other people who'll be really, really offended by something. And oh, I think getting good, married yeah. in a church, there are also, there aren't very many. I mean, I don't know if you've been to a registry office wedding. They are quite soulless. Yeah. So unless you have somewhere, there aren't many. I mean, you can get married in Dublin Zoo now. There are some lovely venues. Yeah, thankfully, I think the last few years they kind of broadened it. You can yeah. come out. You know, you don't. It doesn't have to be. In there Mold are more humanist options yeah. or civil options. So that's the venue. So we can do. Also, yeah, churches are beautiful, and they're Summer. and they're dramatic. Summer. Yeah, if you want a big cathedral or something like that, like rocking it, or, yeah. or really old churches rather than these modern ones. Yeah, well, there are, I, I don't think I don't. There's a lot to be said church. for the drama of a church, but and yeah, the. Um, I love the idea of getting. I, I was at a wedding where they did everything on the grounds of this country manor. So just in one corner of, of a room, there was a, a wedding. So the choice was under a tree or in this kind of uh, old section. And then down to uh, the, um, the the reception room. No, a big manor room, a kind of a, a living room where you had the um, where you had the wedding. Actually, I'm just remembering, I did a gig at a wedding. Did you? Oh, Jesus sweet Christ. Jesus. I totally forgot. It. There's uh, a couple who probably so that was didn't the, um, last the night, thanks to it you. It was... They were very rich. Oh my God, there was one of these things that, you know, when they, they uh, asked you, how much to do that? And you say an amount and they would go, yes. And you went like, oh, well, you oh. said yes too quickly. Oh, I should have no. said no. With another zero. Anyway, it was down in Waterford Castle about 20 years ago. And this guy was Australian and she was kind of blue blood English. And like, we danced. Like, it was very paddy And, and, what, and like, what point were you um, entertaining the crowd? We did it After twice. dinner? So, did it twice. So the night before the wedding, they brought us in to kind of meet the crowd they we, they put us up in the ho- in Waterford Castle as well. Do you think stand up? Down, doing stand up, yeah. yeah. So we went and it was kind of a, a meet and greet. Could you be this kind of a give a bit of history of Ireland? And they're like, why are you even choosing Ireland? And I believe that both of them had long, 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 long relatives from Ireland long, like long, hundreds long, of years long, long, long. ago. And so we were just brush up in a bit of Irish history. Tell us about Waterford Castle. Tell us about Ireland and mingle with their crowd. And there was only. What an unusual job! Sixty or seventy people. Uh, um, so they they loads of money hired me and two other guys to come down mingle with the crowd the night before become their mates and all we were doing was mining stories from them so at the at the best man speech oh, afterwards we were able to share stories of Uncle Tony was this wow. and it turns out it was brilliant because those kind of gigs or events are kind of like corporate gigs I'm just horribly just yeah. dying to get away from them but it was absolutely fun it was a brilliant idea but but I've been to weddings. Where there's a comedian or a fun person up on stage, up uh, oh, during Jesus, the speeches, and it I, does yeah. not work. My arse is clenching that's, thinking that, about uh, it. That's the ultimate in read the room. Yeah, well, here's the thing wrong. I don't like wacky. I just don't like wacky. No, wacky can fuck right <laughs> off. And sometimes you have unfunny people getting married who go, I know what'll be hilarious. Well, I will dance to smack my oh. bitch up for the first dance. Oh, or, stop. Okay, um, yeah, that's stuff. And again, I don't it's read the room. If you're going to have a wedding with 150 people, including your granny and your aunties and your neighbour and your mum and dad's work colleagues, then you you can't go wacky. And don't do it. You're letting yourselves down. Oh God, I can't, I can't bear it. First dance. 
record scratch. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the, the funky dance. That they probably spend more time practicing the, the funky dance than... Actually, I know it's, I know this sounds married. awful, but it's it's another massive pet hate. The the couple who have really worked hard and trained for weeks and weeks on their funky dance. Yeah, sorry. Oh no! If no, that's your thing out there, I'm sorry, but no, not for me. Okay, it nice goes one. through me. <laughs> and then the same with, again, not every best man or groom or father of the bride, and like or woman who's speaking as well, is a uh, is a stand up, and you don't yeah. have to be a stand up. I know. And if so if, we're on it, speeches now, if so in doubt, part, yeah. sorry, Paddy, Paddy okay, has good. a list, and I'm now. Skipping through it, but it's just no. This is this is really under whack, wedding wackiness with a big line drawn through it. Like, don't you don't need to be a stand up. So it's basically have a, a bit of warmth, a bit of heart, a nice story, and look. Then you ask your mates for one or two funny comments, but that's enough. Yeah. And less is more with those yeah. things. It really is because we've seen some, and I, I totally get it. Like the, the nervous. I I did it once. I was best man once for for my brother's wedding. And I was so people going like, "Oh, this is going to be hilarious" because it was in kind of like I was eight or nine years into a comedy career at that stage. I was going, "This and is going pressure. to be hilarious." And there was that absolute pressure. I hated doing it. I really was so nervous. Sorry and all, but like yeah. I was so nervous doing it because when I was on stage, in my head, I was always playing a character. Yeah, I was never really myself, so I could hide behind that. Yeah. Whereas now you're standing in front of your parents, your brothers, and yeah, in it's and all these kind of things. There's no personal. way. So it is, I do feel for people who don't have that ability to be able to stand up and, and, and so they start rambling. Yeah. And they go down a road of, and it's kind of like a catchphrase, see what you see. And you're looking and go, oh, and the bridesmaid, and go, oh, I remember when she used to be in, oh, didn't I used to write? And you think rude is, is, in it or just works goes and it doesn't wrong. and it's just so and, cringy and vulgar that was I had loads of stories shared we'll have to do a bonus episode on some of the things that uh, were sent to me via Twitter oh, yeah. but there was a there was one that that came up a few times which I'm sure you're aware of I wasn't aware of it where the best man will get up and he'll say well now that Dave is married um, you know obviously all the women he's been will have to give their keys back and it's been pre-arranged and a load of women get up and come up and dump the yeah. keys on the table that's quite innocent and quite sweet and then it was, oh, we did that and my brother did that but went one further and it was all the mammies and aunties and at the very end the priest comes up and puts keys down. Hey. And that is quite, it's, okay, a li- it's veering into wacky territory yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's innocent oh, and, like it, and it brings the whole room together so even yeah. the older relatives will go oh that's quite yeah. funny. They're pretending he's ridden the priest. Oh no he really has. And that kind of level of humour I think is okay yeah. but then someone else, another one where this guy got up and he said um, we met in a dating app and our first date was bowling and I think that's quite appropriate because she's a knockout she bowls me over and I've had three fingers in her. Oh, yes. no. And Dear it was a video. God, it was going really well. And it was a video. So it wasn't someone saying, oh, that never happened.com because it was an actual video. Of it. I went, oh, Jesus, that's horrific. Oh, no. See, and do you know the worst thing about that is him. that was planned. Yeah. So I, like it's okay. Like in my head, it's okay if if something blurts out that yeah. you're kind of you're cringeworthy, you know, because it only just blurted out. But that yeah. took time yeah. to and, write. And there's and a woman stuff. sitting beside her father. And you could see the father kind of going, tick, tick, tick. Oh, 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 no. oh. <laughs> Do you know Okay while we're talking About weddings here We got Because on Read the Room um, Each week we're going to Try and do a Historical Read the Room bit And um, Paddy give us Some history on weddings Yeah I can No No <laughs> I'm shit. I'll give you my Historical bit that I know Not history of weddings But the the main one Is this fella Love. Can you guess who it is Can you tell what it is yet uh, Can you guess who he is yet He was married six times Larry King <laughs> 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 he was born June 28th 1491 anyone anyone no. anyone it is of course oh, would it be it's Henry not Henry the first Henry the eighth by any <laughs> yeah. chance I, I could have tracked the shit out of that couldn't I uh, it is Henry the eighth and um, this is a fella this is our historical read the room bit we, we still don't have a jingle no. <laughs> 
Ed and Maya, I'm looking at you guys. We'll come up with a jingle someday soon for this. So this fella loved, this fella loved weddings, uh, a wedding or two, or six. Did he? he married he six just loved times. killing his wives? I, I think know. he just loved lobbing the heads off these different wives. But um, Maybe he loved the buzz of a wedding like your aforementioned mates. And then once it was over, he was like, ah, oh, shite. But, like but back in those 20... days, rather than just a nullet. He, but he, he was, was married to the first one for for 20 years. And then he just went, then was he that went a Catherine? haywire. It was everywhere. It was, it was a couple a of Catherine Catherine Catherine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the good one. He didn't to... lob all the heads off. No, no. He? And there's a great way to remember it. Thanks to uh, Ed for organising this oh. part. There's a... a Mnemonic device oh, and mnemonic. divorced, no, beheaded, no, 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 died. No, 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 divorced, beheaded, survived. So what? divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. Oh. That's how you remember how they they go. First one was Catherine Oregon. Twenty years they were married. Grimmest Second wife, nursery rhyme Anne Boleyn, daughter of the uh, an ambitious knight. She was executed three years after marriage. Poor girl. Third wife, Jane Seymour. She became Doctor Queen Medicine Woman. She looks and so good for her in age. Harry Wilde. Yeah, yeah. She like obviously what she's now. 400, 500 years old now. Um, and she produced a son. Woohoo! Good. Back at the net, Henry. Girl. Good man. Um, that's how... The, no. <laughs> His fourth wife, Anna Cleves, was divorced months after the wedding. Sounds like they didn't do counselling, you see. That was the problem there. They should have done that sexual counselling. Um, because he found her unattractive. And like, you know, yeah, but couldn't you? Like, he didn't, they didn't meet on an app. He wasn't no. like swiping right in the 16th century. He was, they were swiping right with a big, huge no. axe. <laughs> That's how you do that. That's how you lob the head off. Catherine Howard, she was executed less than two years of marriage, and he settled upon his t- twice widowed Catherine Parr as a sixth wife. Wow. And luckily for her, she outlived. Lived, she outlived? She outlived L. Henry VIII. So that was our historical bit. What so a prick he was. What a bastard. Yeah. Now. So that's our history bit of the week. So that's in more modern times. Modern celebrities have been married several times. Oh. Uh, poor old J Lo. We mentioned she's on her fourth marriage, but I she's think she's getting younger. But looking. I think it was her sixth engagement. I'd God, marry she's her. gorgeous. Would you? Yeah. She is. I wouldn't marry her. I do. You know. But then I don't know. I, 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 ben Affleck. I wouldn't marry him. He's always looked so grumpy and sad. He does. I always say he looks like he's about to start a night shift at a motorway <laughs> services. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I used to work nights in a petrol station I know that feeling but motorway services is one step up he just always looks oh, he's just oh, let's go some famous that. famous wedding examples that we've got out there Grace Kelly and Prince Rainier the third of Monica it's one of those like that what first interested you in the millionaire prince oh he was a very handsome man though was he he was a handsome man but he was, was he 122 years older than her I don't think, I don't think so that. Um, she was oh yeah no oh, she no, was I only twenty six and he was thirty two. Thanks to Ed else. for all this um, magical work. But I was I was going you're just doing famous weddings. Yeah. I was going for on the back of Henry VIII people will be married all the times. Jacques Agabor. Who? Ja, 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 oh yeah. yeah. Liz Taylor of course married eight times. Oh. Famously, but to seven people because she married the same lad Richard Burton twice. Um, ah, Larry King, there he is again, again eight times to seven people. Jesus um, Christ! Could you be bothered? Like, I honestly don't get. If, like, this it doesn't the work thing. the first time, or the second, or third, or fourth. Like, what's with the? I think I'd give you three because I, I one. was. <laughs> I have so much respect for people who pull out of weddings before they start. You hear these kind of tragic heartache of going like that. It was three weeks before the wedding, and they decided not it's to go brave. ahead with it. It's brave. It's so brave, and I go, do you know what? Well done doing that, yeah. rather than ploughing on and going ahead, knowing full well that but it's you not going to be. They're the people who end up, and I've known several people who have kind of said after the fact they stood up, they go, I knew walking into the church, oh. or I knew two weeks before, but it felt like too big a thing to do, and it is because, and I, I'm one particular person friend who's a guy who's now moved abroad so but I won't say his name and he said I kind of knew he said but there was so much involved I thought I don't want this to be the talk of the town 
if I pulled the wedding three weeks to go and the money was spent, you couldn't get the money back, the guests were coming, were flying in. So I, I, I do understand going through with it for the sake of it. Ouch. Which Ouch. is awful. Here's another. Do you know who Glyn Wolfe is? Nope. Also known as Scotty White, um, born in 1908 and died in 1997, a Baptist minister in California. He was famous for holding the record for the largest number of monogamous marriages. 31 marriages. What do you mean, the longest monogamous marriages? Well, I suppose to somebody who has multiple wives. Because this is the man who was the most married man in the world. But you can't compare it to someone who has multiple partners at the same time. So he was married 31 times Jeez, consecutively. There's so many No, because you have there's like, like there's, there's parts of the world where obviously you have multiple Emily wives. Emily Bishop on Coronation Street, she was uh, married to a bigamist. I do. Through, through soap opera, I, I found out what bigamy was. The, oh, there is a joke about that, isn't there? That's bigamy. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and so, yeah, so that, God, weddings, cat and marriages, that, like, we could do 700,000 podcasts end, the on the end this. of Glyn Wolf's story, Poor Glenn. Because he was married 20, or sorry, 31 times. He died 45 days before his 89th birthday. He had approximately 40 children. His body went unclaimed. And he was eventually buried, but none of the 28 women he legally married and only one of his children attended his funeral. Wow. So, what? that's quite sad. He made 31 bad choices. Stop getting married all the time. Do you know, do you know what I think? We do? There's loads on this. Can we do a bonus episode? Because I'd, I'd love to talk about some of the responses you got yes. and then some of the weird wedding traditions. Um, we should do that in a bonus episode because uh, we've talked on too long it. today. It's just, um, I think it's time we divorce ourselves from this episode. Oh, well, hello, good, everybody. Hello. As a special wedding favour to you, oh. we'll do a bonus episode, Paddy. So... Okay. That's it for this week. What it is? Now, oh my God, that went so I'm fast. going off to stand outside the church of a wedding happening in town. And when they come out, throw the what you call the stuff you throw outside? Oh, it's confetti. Uh, rice. No stones, Paddy stones. Oh. I'm bitter to my core. <laughs> oh come on! Handfuls of gravel. Oh, stop it! I'll show you happy. <laughs> Okay, if you've liked what you heard, because I loved it, I really enjoyed today. If you liked what you heard, you know, just uh, tell all your friends to check us out and give us a review online. Five stars, five stars, help us get How up the charts. How do you as giddy as a... I am. We're, we're going for like... Mid-meal birthday, sorbet or something. We're going for birthday lunch and now. And don't forget, we are... I'm not going anywhere with you. Oh, don't forget what, Maya. And don't forget, we love hearing from you. We do. So get in touch at readtheroom at goloudnow.com or find me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy. I'm at Paddy C. Courtney on all the socials. Come and say hello and say nice things to us. We like, we like nice things. And this week, the C stands for... Church, confetti Celebrate All those things Enjoy yourselves Read the room Read the room is recorded Created and hosted by Paddy and Maya And produced by the team at Go Loud Studios They'll be back next week Unless they're cancelled Anyway, yes, it's our birthdays is a week So this podcast is So we've been drinking since 8am Get it in here no, I've been on the uh, jungle juice. No, so yeah, so we're going for uh, lunch and libations after the one. Uh, libation sounds so filthy. Does it? It's like, can I have? Uh, can I get the libation? Yeah, it's fifty quid extra. Okay, <laughs> out the back room, please. Good <laughs> dunk. Oh, What's Paddy doing? He's libating <laughs> yeah, yeah. again. Oh, here we go. He'll go blind. <laughs>